Oh, boy. What's that with you, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was trying to see you brought your homeboy in. We're trying to beat you up outside the house through that water on you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You see him over there? He don't want to fight for real. Yeah. He's running him out all day in the house. Man, time to fight. You don't want to say that no more. Nah, come on. Get that with it's, it's the motherfucker talking the most after the fight. It ain't yeah. hit nobody. <laughs> Shit, it I came. saw it. Yeah, he got a big ass Air Force One stamp on the back of his goddamn shirt. He was like, man, I hit that. Over there by the bar. I had some FaceTime sex this morning. <laughs> she and she, my wife in Greece. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so she landed. I called her. I put their phone down. She said, "Ooh, this <laughs> is crazy." <laughs> so there's like a there's a method to FaceTime phone sex foreplay too. Yeah, because you got to start with the face, okay. and then you go to the feet quick. And you just slowly go back and forth. Come you gotta, back up and go back then down. Then you got to get to 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 what they want to see. He's a nasty motherfucker. He's a freak. <laughs> He's a freak. So, but why would you show him your feet? Yeah. People like feet. Shit. I play with a foot now. I ain't like Rex Ryan with that feet. But you know, every the whole body, one hundred percent of the body, is eligible for full play. For sure. Yeah. But feet you for see? me, no, I ain't gonna you do, I, play with the feet. Nah, no. I believe feet alone. Feet not for me. I don't even like my own feet, for real. But if you do them like that, they make a little hole in the middle. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he foot fucking, man. Hold up. Let me listen. They can see my cow pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the bitch, you're not gonna trust. Trust. Let me listen. They can see my cow pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. Desi, man, welcome to the show. My boy, Freddie T. It's here, man. Chan, RC. This is The Pivot. Excited to have you here. And when we start thinking about guests, we want people who have been in one lane and had to switch to other lanes just to show that we are versatile as people. You know, for you, though, you started to enjoy comedy young. Two of your favorite comedians are Martin Lawrence, mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, for sure. the, one, the one thing I love about Eddie Murphy, I love Raw, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And he has the, the, the skit in the beginning where he's a little kid and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. kicked him in the ding ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so we... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so when you were young, man, would you be the kid that every time people came over to the house or it was a family gathering, you were entertaining? You know, it's crazy, man. I never did it around my family, but I did it around everybody else's family. I did it around my friends' family. You know what I'm saying? I. Used to prank call people for him. Used to act like a pastor, you know, for people. Um, used to act like doctors for him. Used to act just all other things. My mama didn't find out I was like this person until she actually came to a show, probably like four years ago. Really? And she was like, "What the hell?" And she it was I was in um in Birmingham at the Stardome, sold out show at the Stardome, like a 500 seater. And she was like, "Oh damn, this he do this shit for real." You know what I'm saying? And that moment, that's when she knew all the, the phone calls that she got from people saying, like, your baby is crazy. Your baby this, your baby that. And she was like, shit, he don't do that shit around me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was a moment for my mom. You know what I'm saying? But of course, comedy was always a part of my life. My grandmother, like, she knew that I was the, the, the funny guy. You know, she didn't want to introduce me to, like, the comedy, I would say. She introduced me to Martin, Eddie Murphy. You know, another professor to this day is my favorite, you know, movie. Um, that was one of the reasons why I created my own short film. You know, I got the Banks Family Dinner. The, the Banks Family Christmas. I did the round table with all the characters and stuff like that. So um, Eddie was like my biggest inspiration when it came to that. But back then, man, I didn't know I was going to be doing this, you know, right now, you know, because I was into sports too. You know, I played football too. So football was like my first dream. You know, I wanted to go to the NFL. You know, I, my, I got to college and, you know, after college it was it, you know, yeah. but once I saw what everybody saw in me, you know, back then, now, it's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It was already in me, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, growing up, winning most humors in high school, you know, acting out movie scenes in the cafeteria, doing all this crazy shit, you know, for the people, being the, 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 the teen comedian, you know what I'm saying? I'm the only one that can do it, for real. If you do it, your coach don't cut your ass out and say, no, that's not your job. Um, you know, that was for me, you know what I'm saying? And people always tell me, man, if you don't make it to the league, man, you don't make it, you know, playing football, you need to be a comedian. My boy Vincent 
in Dallas was the first one told me that. And my, my boy Rashad Punter was the one that told me I, I should get on Vine and start mm. new videos. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing Vine in 2012, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing I was going to be doing this forever. But they saw something in me. A lot of people saw something in me before I saw it in myself. But once I tapped back in to it, once I, you know, football didn't work out for me and I really tapped into that, I was like, okay, dang. You know, I was really born to bring a light to the world. You know what I'm saying? And now, uh, I would say football, it played its, its, its part in my life. You know, it, it allowed me to, you know, I would say watch film, be a student of comedy, mm -hmm. you know, watch the greats. If I knew I wanted to take it to a whole nother level, I had to, I had to do the things that those people did. You know what I'm saying? I had to get into stand-up. I had to uh, get an agency so I could be able to audition for movies and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's where I'm at right now. Um, on my, I'm going to my eighth year stand-up, November. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even know that. A lot of people see the stuff that they see now, but they, they, they haven't seen me putting in the work, you know, building up to where I'm at right now. Um, I've been acting since 2015. Um, no, 2014, um, started acting classes in Atlanta, Georgia, tried to Dwayne Boyd, that's why I started that. And yeah, man, I just been on this journey of uh, tapping into my purpose, man, you know, yeah. bringing the light to the world and hey, this is what I do now. You know, I'm, I'm a new product of, of this generation when it comes to comedy and when it comes to acting and it's a lot of great stuff in store, man. And I'm, I'm excited to, to show the world, you know, what's, what's, what's about to happen, you know, when it comes to seeing a new generation of comedy, man. Because, you know, I am one of them guys that I, I would say I, I shocked a lot of people. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people, they, they don't believe what's going on right now. Yeah. They can't believe this shit. They probably like, what the hell? How in the hell he did it? <laughs> How the hell Desi Banks did it? But, <laughs> hey, man, I put in work, man. But, bro, you say you, you were born for this. Yeah. But I really don't like the nature-nurture conversation. Like, were you created or would you come out the womb like that? I think, and I'm, I'm funny, I like to play around and mess around and all that stuff too, but I always think it's a reason why you want to light in the room. And I've spoke about it before on this show, I've talked about it, that the funny guy, mm -hmm. you're just good at being funny. Mm -hmm. When you look yourself up, when you try to Google you, like it's not a lot about your background. It's all about denial. Like what, what made Desi Banks? I would say how I grew up. You know, a lot of people don't know my story. A lot of people don't know the environment I grew up in. You know, a lot of people don't know the, the videos that I put out is my real life. Either I've saw it or I've been through it. You know, a lot of people didn't go to my high school. A lot of people didn't go to my elementary. A lot of people didn't see me doing these things. They, they only saw it when I got on social media. You know what I'm saying? I was always, like I said, I was always this guy. My friends always tell me all the time. But the platform, it just what gave me that, oh, yeah, this is, this is your purpose. Like, once football didn't work out for me, man, like, you know, I broke down. I was very upset about it. I thought I was going to go to the league. I thought I was going to get that chance to go to the league. But, you know, hey, shit happens. But And it was so crazy, man. My college coach at Georgia State University was like, man, you might not make it to the league, but, man, you're going to be you're gonna be famous. He told me that. And he told me he used to watch me on Vine. I did not even know he was watching me on Vine at the time. He's like, man, you're going to be fucking famous. You're fucking hilarious. Coach Phil, he's like, fucking amazing. Little short white coach, receiver coach. <laughs> little short little fucker, I swear to God. He's like, man, you're going to be fucking great, man. And, you know... It's like everybody saw it, man. And like I said, I broke down. I ended up joining the church too, bro, because I didn't know what I was finna do. I didn't know what I was finna do. I was like, man, I need to find God. I need to get God in my life. I need to try to figure out what it is God want me to do in this world. You know what I'm saying? And joined the church. I got into purpose, man. I started learning about purpose, what, you know, God, God creation from, you know, from my life, like why he got us here and stuff like that. I started typing into like, you know, reading about gifts and talents, what God, you know, your gift will make room for you, all that, man. And that's when I figured I had a gift. I had, I had a, a light for the world. And my same friend who told me to start doing vines, he was like, man, you need to, you might as well start taking your acting and comedy serious now. Get on the Instagram now. Cause that's when Instagram had like 15 second videos at the time. He like, man, start building up your following here. You know what I'm saying? So then I was like, shit, this is it. I'm finna just do this. I'm doing this. This gonna be, and this gonna be for the rest of my life right here. And I ended up booking a, a film. A lot of people don't even know. I ended up booking a film. Uh, I was working at Smoothie King at the time when I graduated from uh uh, Georgia State. I, 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 I'm like the best smoothie maker too. Like, Bro, I, I don't I'm, so I'm gonna tell you. Listen, before before you I even get into play. it, there's a person in this room that's from Louisiana where Smoothie King started. Uh -huh. I drink three of them a day when I'm home. You can't just throw it out there that you can make smoothies I'm and just the, bro. I'm fine. I'm telling you, I'm the truth. I, so, I freak shit. You know, right, so no watery smoothies, bro. No, my shit is the shit. So here's the thing now. When you pouring it out the joint, does it actually pour or you got to beat on it? Because the people that got to no, beat no, on it, I, ain't doing it right. No, no, mine's, I, I make sure mine is grounded really well. It got to be smooth when it come out of there. Okay. And you got to be able to do, do, 
doo, when you you feel me? Yeah. That doo doo, that's them last little three drops. Okay. Doo doo, it, it, them last three drops is important. Forget the rest that came out, them last three. What they sound like? Doo doo doo. Them. That last two. <laughs> that, I had that doo, last doo, two. Doo. Nigga, that's when you know the smoothie is complete. When them last two, two, two. Yeah, so I end up booking a, uh, a movie, man, um, that took me to South Africa. For uh, uh, love for by chance. Love by chance. Yep. Damn. How you know? This I know a lot. <laughs> Shit. Okay, boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, love by chance, bro. And man, I man, I was over there in Africa, bro. And I was thinking to myself, I said, man, ain't no way in hell I'm finna go back to make no damn smoothies when I'm over here for a damn movie. You know what I'm saying? So that moment right there was like, oh yeah, like I went like a great fucking actor at the time. I was okay, but I knew then God was telling me, no, you can do this. No, you, you this is what you're going to be doing. So the more you become a student, the more you study, the more you work hard at it, the more you get better at it, the, the more of these opportunities are going to come. You know what I'm saying? So that's when uh, that was a, uh, a big shift for me. And I, I stayed on social media, man. I kept putting them videos out, got up to a million followers on Instagram. And then I just knew it was it was just up. So consistency was a big key at the time. And then back then, you know, I was putting out like four to five videos a day mm. back then. Like now, you know, people, they just put one video out because, you know, I got the one minute clip. Back then, man, it was a real grind. Four, I'm talking about four to five videos a day. Just putting shit up all day, every day. Because you had to build that follow. You had to get people, you know, get them eyes on you. You know what I'm saying? So that moment then and then and, and just finding out and just... Seeing, you know, the people that I was touching and just getting the backstories of everything, man. I mean, you inspire me, man. You, how you do it, man. You, I want to do this, man. You, you help me with when I'm going through bad days, man. And when I start seeing stuff like that, that's when I was, I'm like, yeah, this is what the purpose is about. This, this is what it's really about. You know what I'm saying? The, the inspiration of, you know, sharing that gift and people being able to be happy, feel happy. You know, even when I'm doing my shows, man, I want them to leave my shows and be like, man, I had a great time. You could probably just went through something at the house earlier that day, mess your head up, you come to the show and man, you needed that. You know what I'm saying? So what I do when it comes to my, my videos, my, my, my movies or films or whatever it is, man, I try to touch people and that way I want you to forget about everything. Everything, man, so. You talk about the shows. I know um, a lot of people on social media can't transition from the skits to stand-up. Yeah. You know, I, I was telling you a second ago, I, I came to your show, I don't know who was on the ticket, Yeah. but, and I didn't even know you was on the ticket, whoever the headliner was, yeah. but when we got there, I can't say you was the funniest motherfucker on the whole ticket. Shit, well, I ain't gonna say you on the ticket then, cause I'm... Yeah, well, yeah, but, <laughs> I know, right? Hey, it's the truth, it's the truth, I, you know, it's shameless plug, but it's, it's the truth. No, so if y'all sure. get out and check him out. Yeah. Uh, but I wanna go back though, mm -hmm. cause we hear about Eastside Atlanta, yeah, yeah, and music a lot, yeah. Paint the picture, mm -hmm. you know your upbringing. Mm -hmm. You know uh, how how was it like? What what was it like coming up in Eastside Atlanta? Man, Gucci Man, we want to spit rap artist. Gucci Man was the he was the biggest artist at the time with me growing up. Man, he used to come out football practice and watch his practice, bro. He was the he was the guy that I, we listened to, like from the streets to to getting ready for shows. To everything, man. He was the product of the East Side at the time when I was growing up, man. Right. Like he was the guy everybody wanted to be like. He was the the street guy. He was the guy, man. East Atlanta's own sick. That's my hood. When he dropped that, when he is like he stamped it. He stamped East Atlanta. He probably he nah, I ain't gonna say he probably he was the first one that stamped East Atlanta that made it what it was. You know what I'm saying at the time. But growing up on the East Side, man, Boulder Crest, Gresham. I played the Gresham part. I'm growing up as a kid, uh, lived on Boulder Crest. Uh, that's, that's what you hear all the rappers talk about it. That's the side I'm from. Went to City Girl High School, City Girl Elementary, City Girl Middle, City Girl High School. Went to all of them. Um, but just growing up over there, man, that, 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 that side most definitely raised me. So everything you see, every, I've, I've learned video, I've learned it. I saw that. Like, it's real. This shit is fucking real from every fucking thing. From me doing my kid videos, me, you see a relationship, crazy shit. Like, I've seen that shit happen over there. <laughs> yeah. like, from the, the crackheads, the old people at the gas station, all that shit. Man, I've seen it. It's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Listen, your routine should never feel routine. I mean, you're trying to get back to school or work or to grind. Listen, you can just flip the script. Don't let fall be where you get busy. 
Tap back into Peloton. You can go on Peloton Bike or Peloton Bike Plus. You can find intervals, club bangers. There's even hip-hop workouts. Whatever you need, you can face it, and you cannot wait. Fall back into fitness this year. And Peloton is not just a class. It's entertainment. Listen, it's a lot of fitness fun. You will be tired, tired, tired. Your lungs will be tapped out, and you can hang out with your friends after the fact. But I think you should hop on Peloton have some fun, get in shape while you're doing it. And listen, Peloton isn't just a fad. 90% of the households that have Peloton still have them and are active 12 months later. And you can try it before you buy 30 days for free. If it's not for you, you can return it and get a full refund. Find your zone with a 30-day worry-free home trial of Peloton bikes. Visit onepeloton.com home dash trial. That's onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. You know, you mentioned purpose. And yeah. a lot of times, and we mess with Chan about it, he is the funny one amongst us. Mm -hmm. And like, he ain't the dude we check on. Like, he's supposed to be all right. Hell, you funny for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of times, you don't get people that check in on you. You don't have people that make sure you're good. You mm -hmm. mentioned kind of going through it. Mm -hmm. Once you were done with football and having to see God, who were some of the people though that helped you through that time? I say, man, like my mom, she she was like there at the time, like you know, let me know. I, whatever you whatever you do, I'm gonna I'm gonna support. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna support you no matter what. But man, I ain't gonna lie. Like real talk, when I was like doing it, doing the videos in the beginning, man, you really it shit. It's really on you for real. You gotta believe in it before somebody else believed in it. So those moments was like tough. Like I had to do this shit every day on my own, like every day, like, and even getting to the stand-up, like I had to start that shit on my own, man. I was put out of my ex-ex apartment because uh, she wanted me to get a job so bad. Like, and I was just like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, what I'm finna do now? Like, I had to go to my grandma's house, and that was a moment right there. I mean, it was like, man, it was probably like 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, bro, I gotta make me some money. I gotta make some money, dog. And I had to do this show. I, I, this is like my first hosting ever. And I was like, man, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna say. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I'm like, fuck, I gotta try it. But I ended up writing like a five minute set. And I was just, I wrote it. Like, I wrote it, like, literally, I timed it like a five minute set and I was just pressing, pressing, pressing that shit. And I was just so happy to remember that five minute set. And I'm like, nigga, I got me five minutes. I'm finna go do this five minutes at this show. You know what I'm saying? My first time. And I remember I did the show and I was doing good. I was, I, I was doing okay. I was doing okay. I was doing okay. But I got my first laugh. And that first laugh, I said, oh shit. I said, it's some shit right here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I could make them laugh one time, I got to figure out how I can continue, like what I got to do to keep making them damn laugh. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we be feeling like, you know, when it comes to being a comedian, they not laughing. Maybe they can't relate to it. Maybe they see you nervous. So I got to figure out what I got to, like, I need to tell some better stories. Man, I need to relate to them a little bit more. Maybe I need to talk about my life more. I, I got to try to find it, you know? So, so that's what made me transition to, okay, what kind of comedian I want to be? I'm not going to be a storyteller committee, I'm not gonna talk about politics. I had to find my lane. Okay, boom. Talk about Eddie Murphy. I knew Eddie Murphy was my favorite. I knew Eddie Murphy was a guy that did stand-up. I wanted to go watch Eddie Murphy. Delirious. Delirious was, was, was my one, right? So I watched that consistently, man, from his storytelling to everything. And I was just hearing some of the relatable jokes that he was talking about ice cream, cream. you know, you know, yep. just little stuff, just being a kid. <laughs> <laughs> just little stuff that he went through as a kid, but I'm seeing him express himself. And I'm like, okay, dang, I got some stories when I was a kid. Let me talk about my kid's story. So I write them down and I go test them out. Oh, this shit worked. Cause they can relate to this type of shit, cause they done been through it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So when I got when she moved me out, kicked me out, and I went to go stay with my grandma at the time. That moment right there was my start of my stand-up. But Desi, yeah. what, what is the conversation between you and your ex when you know you have a dream, right? And you've worked through this to figure out that this is my purpose too. And you're in a relationship with somebody and they're saying, get a job, get a job. How hard was it for you to stand on what you believed in? 
I had to believe in God, bro. I remember it was one night, bro. I was I sat on the side of the bed, bro. Like I wanted, to, I wanted to ask her. I was crying, bro. Like I'm fucked up. Like I was fucking. I'm broke, nigga. Like man, I ain't got shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like fuck, at least support me. I like believe in what the fuck I'm trying to do. Like I feel like you telling me to get a job. You telling me that because you don't believe in it. You don't believe it's gonna work. But I couldn't get lost in that. So when I was at my grandma's house, bro, I was like, damn, bro, I'm at my fucking granny house. Wow. I can't believe this shit. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But that's when I knew I really had to tap in and believe in myself for real. And you know what's so crazy, man? I got this story. Oh, like, you know how you get them bubble, them bubble gum wrappers? Mm -hmm. And it, it says little stuff on it. I literally still got this shit in my phone. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try to pull this shit up. And I was it, I remember I had a broke. This literally is like the day. You got a lot of damn pictures, huh? Nah, nah, I, I know where it's at. That's well, he put a he put a video <laughs> out every day. Yeah. Yeah. I know where this shit at. <laughs> Hell yeah, he got a lot of stuff in his phone. Right here. This is December 19, 2016. Read what that shit say. That shit is crazy. Wow. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I swear to God. That's that's I swear to God. Bro, that moment right there, it, it told me what I need to do. That's what, what, what was gonna change my life. Stand up comedy. I swear, that's on a bubblegum rapper. Yeah. I saved that. That's shit, yeah. And you said that was two days though before. Before, yeah. But you know what, too, though, sometimes we have these moments where, where God sends a messenger, whether it's a person, whether it's an event. And in your case, it was a bubblegum rapper because maybe if you don't have that reassurance, you talking to your girl, realizing you got to go to your granny house and that's the next steps. You might give in to that yeah. or you might allow something like that to detour you off your path. But my question would be, is that why the name of your tour is The Purpose Chaser? I've been on purpose for so long. Purpose is what changed my life. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I call it Purpose is Tour now, now I'm really, I'm, it's a theater tour right now and I'm doing it at a higher level outside of comedy clubs and I'm doing it at a level where I feel like now I'm touching people now. I'm really doing exactly what I envision. Like I, you know, of course it's gonna continue to grow, but I'm doing God's work, man. I'm bringing a light. I'm being an inspiration. I'm being a part of the new generation. And, and when you come to my show and you see me on stage, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm being, I'm living in purpose, man. It's like I'm being a preacher up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sharing who I am. I'm sharing my world, man. I'm sharing. My gifts and talents, man. I'm sharing my space, like, and I'm I'm also letting people know, man. If you believe in God, bro, you can do whatever you want to do in this world. You you could do it, like, you can really do it, man. Only thing I do is put the work in, and I put the work in. I don't I don't care what nobody say, from the, for anybody. I put the fucking work in, and, and can't nobody take that shit away from me. I've been on the road consistently, for fucking, what four or five years straight. Non-stop doing stand-up, non-stop, wow. non-stop. I'm saying, especially during the pandemic year. Pandemic year, I was doing eight, nine, ten shows a weekend. Dang, putting in reps, putting in work like that, going, building up that material, really, really doing it. And you know, you talk about the social media people, man, they gotta really wanna wanna do that shit. That shit just ain't no shit. You just say, oh, I'm about to do this shit. No, you gotta really wanna do that shit, and you gotta really fucking. Rep that shit, man. Like, man, I done put in some time. And I'm gonna continue to put in time. I'm just, you know, I'm just getting rolling when it comes to it. Um, but yeah, you gotta really wanna do it. And it, this shit ain't no skit. You know, you get on that stage, you just you can't say, oh, oh shit, let me let me do this again. Right, right. Nah, this is let <laughs> 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 me do that joke again. Nah, this is straightforward. But yeah. you know, the more you do it, the more you learn about it, then you realize, okay, you understand what it is when it comes. But I I, I have fun with it, man, and uh, you know, I, I just learn myself. You know, I'm, I'm still continuing to find my voice on stage and just finding different ways. You know, I, I can keep the, the crowd engaged. You know, the audience. You know, doing good. You know, and stuff like that, man. So it it, it takes consistency for sure. Yeah, man, you gotta love this shit. You gotta want to do sure. this shit. Man, I went to the show down. Yeah, yeah, I was down the show, man. Funny shit. I just had to rewind and see. So you was living with a woman, mm -hmm. and they had no money. Nah. What was you doing? You you had to be throwing some good meat or something, like. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the thing was, man, I, I started working at Smoothie King, right? Yeah. But shit, when I got to Smoothie King, like the money that I was getting, I was, get, I wanted to get me a haircut, and pay my phone bill, 
and whatever remain I had, I just gave it to her. But I just worried about a haircut and long my focus. I got I gotta make this video. Mm -hmm. I ain't give a damn about shit up. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, you had that last little chain. You know? So that was my mindset. Man, shout out to my pastor. Like, E. Dewey Smith in Atlanta. He he was somebody that gave me uh I would say gave me a job at the time where I was making well he kinda told me about, I ain't gonna say gave me a job. He put me on YouTube. At the time I ain't no shit about YouTube making no money. And he was like, man, you need to go on that YouTube, YouTube, make money, you make money, creating videos. And he started, he, he started to help me with productions. So that's when I started doing like different sketches and uh, you know, different things that bring me income. And I remember I got my first check for like nine hundred dollars. You were rich. I said, oh shit. I said it's over. <laughs> I, mean, I said it's over now. <laughs> I said shit. Remember, let me stack them off and get my own apartment. I said, nigga, it's up. For now, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't working on no furniture on that. Let me just get in the space. Yeah. I swear to God, and got them checked. And that, when I made that money, then I said, "Oh, oh, I can keep making money." Mm -hmm. So now I'm now I'm really doing this shit for real. Now I'm really in it. And probably that next check, probably about seventeen hundred. And I said, "Oh yeah." And I probably got I, I, before I got my first apartment, I built up to about ten thousand dollars. I built up to ten thousand dollars, and that's when I was able to get my first one. On my own, I told him. I said, I told my mom, I ain't, I ain't come back home. You ain't worry about me. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm finna do this video. Yeah. And that's when I got to the apartment. And when I got in that first apartment, that's when my videos really started taking off. That's when I like. But I was so thankful that I took that leap to get away from things that didn't believe in me. Because mm. if I would have stayed there, I probably wouldn't have been a that, person. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Like we have these comfort zones, right? Yeah, yeah. And have you told her thank you? Because if if she didn't want you out. Then maybe you just still be there making fucking smoothies. Probably would have got a had a baby. I probably, you know, I probably would listen to her. But I had also I had other like cousins and stuff too, man. Shout out to my cousin Jared, uh, Black. Then they used to tell me too, man, just keep doing it. Don't worry about it. You know, stay consistent. Keep grinding at it. And yeah, I I never told her thank you. I I haven't seen her. You didn't get a chance to do your Russell Wilson upgrade. No, I did. But I know she said. <laughs> but I, I don't think she probably she probably happy for me. Right. She, I'm, right, I'm not gonna say she's she's you know she's probably happy for me. Right. I'm sure. You know, you talked about the pandemic, uh, and I hope I get the time right. That's when you had your son. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you're trying to do all of these things, yeah. and then now you become a father, and he's yeah. the third, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. How much inspiration comes from that, or how much motivation oh. comes from that? That now I got to take care of another. Sure. I got another mouth to uh, feed. Now I really got to be on the stage. Now I really got to put in work. Yeah. Now I really got to put my team together. Now, now I really got to get this business structured. Now I really got to figure out how we can keep elevating. You know, trying to get things to another. Now I got to really figure out how I'm getting the standard of money, but how can I invest in this money into other things? You know, I do real estate now. Just being smart with everything, just moving differently now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, when I had my son, bro, I just knew, yeah, it was up then. It was up. Everything got ten times serious. And Yusuf, he he told me he's like, now you're daddy now. Right. You're daddy now, and that clicked in me too. Like, okay, yeah, it's it's a real thing now. So, but fatherhood, it most definitely like changed my life, and it took me to a whole another level, man. Made me become a whole another man. I, I would say, man. So I love him to death. Like, and every time he see me, he tell me, I want to be like that, daddy. I want to be like that, daddy. I was like, shit, you should. <laughs> you know, but he see everything. He see football players on TV. Oh, I want to do that. But that, that's so dope. You know, yeah. I, I want him to be whatever he want to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, man, dad, dad life, it, it, it most definitely, you know, poured some into me and it made me go harder. And it, it, it continually made me go harder. Like, I got to make sure he really going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? When he, when he get older, like, he ain't got to worry about nothing. Bro, was it hard to navigate? Cause like you said, you you at one point you had to move back with your grandma. Yeah. Then you got a nine lot of check and you was rich. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. now you know what money money is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, was it hard to figure out because a guy like you, like you walk in, you got your boys around you, always got your people around you, and yeah. I know they your your crew, but like really to navigate that you're the CEO of yourself. Like mm -hmm. Desi Banks mm -hmm. is a yeah. business. Yeah. You are the front man of a business. Mm -hmm. Coming from a dude from the east side of Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. For sure. You remind me of everybody I went to high school with. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, man, nigga, fuck yeah, it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shit. Like you, I, I know who you are. Yeah. But now you're an international name. Like that transition into being just a funny dude to now, bro. You are 
Business. A yeah. businessman, and you are a business. For sure. For sure. Nice. That, that transition, though. That transition is different. Now that I got a team, man, like I said, that, that also put me into a whole other space and a whole other level, man. Like, I look at people like, when it comes to team, uh, I think uh, Kevin Hart, when it comes to team, man, his team is like elite. It's elite. And he inspired me so much when it comes to team, man. He got people in places where, like, they doing their job, but it's for the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's everybody doing their part just for just for the pot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what make the pot continue to, to grow. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You can't do this shit by yourself, man. You got to have the right people in place, man. And I went through that a lot, too. You know what I'm saying? When it came to people trying to find the right managers and stuff like that. Um, that was the thing, man. That, was, that used to get heavy on me, too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. But you got to go through those things to, to get the right stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, man, I'm a spiritual person. God know who to bring in, you know what I'm saying, to keep you elevating. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people come in and think they shit is yours. When it's like, hey, this, this is not shit. You know, I, I work for this. You know, I want you to do your part for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I look at this for when you come in, this is opportunity for yourself. Like, if you're going to be a camera dude, you the camera dude. I can't do that. This yep. is going to be your, you, you never know what opportunity is going to come from mm-hmm. this. You can, you may be on the road and somebody else may be like, hey, man, I got this, da, da, da. And that's the job for you. That's yep. that's your job. You know what I'm I don't hold back nobody. Or Yusuf may have a client, he may see somebody, hey, man, I got an idea for this other guy. I want to do this. Hey, that's fine. But that's what this is about. Security guy. Hey, man, you want to have a client build your own security brand, your own security business. You know what I'm saying? Where you could be here, but you also have other securities working out when you work with me. You know, you got your own, you know. So that's how I look at it when it comes to certain things, man. I try to put people in position where, of course, you're going to work here, but you can still be able to do other things. You know what I'm saying? This can be your home foundation, but you can still do other things to make, you know, income. What were your initial thoughts when you heard that T.I. wanted to try his foot in comedy? That's one side. And the other side is what would you say to other inspiring, you know, young comedians yeah. or people that want to follow in your path? Man, it's crazy. I just saw T.I. the other day at the Atlantic um, Comedy Theater. We just saw him. And I, hey, man, I ain't going like, his, his, uh, his storytelling is getting get really good. Like, he was talking about his, his son, the situation that happened with the chip. Yeah, the chip, chip. He, but he was—it was so fucking dope, man. And just to see the way he transitioned, man, he—he he been putting in reps, man. Right. And the person that put reps on the stage, man, you can't. Hey, hey, man. The more you do this shit, you gonna have to get good. Right. right. Or get booed. Well, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, hey, man, respect the tip, man. He been putting in work when it comes to that stage, man. Um, but any other upcoming comedian that's coming up. Uh, I would say, man, don't do it because you see somebody else doing it. You know what I'm saying? Do it because you want to do it. You got to be consistent at it, man. You got to be a student of it, man. Like, you really got to rep it. You got to go to them open mics, man. You got to do things that's going to, if you, if you don't, if you're not doing so, you got to do things that's going to help you get better uh, as a comedian. And you got to be on that stage, like, damn near, shit, 40, 45 times a week, I, I would say. Like, man. you know, thank God I have weekends where I can, I have six, seven shows a weekend, and I could be able to rep, 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 rep. You know, if I want to work with stuff, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? However, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta build it up. Now I'm just now starting to do our place on stage. Now, like it took time for that though. You know what I'm saying? It took time. Like I, some of the material I don't even say no more because you know, and that's another thing too. I have material that's powered up that I can always bring in if I want to, but that's just years of, you know, just 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 doing it, you know what I'm saying? But consistency is a key. You got to be a student. You got to find your lane in. You got to find the reason why you want to do it, man. Your why is everything when it comes to this comedy. What kind of comedian you want to be? Like I said, if you're going to be a storyteller, politic talker, uh, you know, whatever it is, man, you know, but yeah, man. And, and, and get around, I would say get around the OGs, man. Like, I'm thankful enough to be able to being a part of those guys, like being on tour with people like Mike Epps, man. Like I did a two-month run with him last year, which was like phenomenal and dope, man. Being able to watch him and being able to like get game from him, him telling me things. I've done shows with people like Lavelle Crawford, uh, some more, uh, Bill Bellamy, Gary Owens, Michael Blacks. You know, I've done shows with with a lot of those guys, man. And when I be doing shows with people like that, it just reminds me and let me know I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? The more I do it, the better everything just gonna keep elevating. And they respect it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Is that shit ever intimidating? 
Cause you sitting around like like you bring up Mike Epps, yeah. Like my fucking all about the Benjamin. Like yeah. we never watched Mike Epps when he was kids. Now Mike Epps one of my favorite too. Like really. But is that shit intimidating knowing that they came here to see Mike Epps and I'm walking my ass out here first? Hell nah, cause you gotta look like shit. It's a moment for you to make your name, like to some new people that ain't never seen you do stand up. If you do great here, these people gonna fight you. The next time you come to that city, when you come back to a comedy club or whatever it is, guess what? Oh, I remember that, that's that kid from, who's that Mike show? Let's go check him out. Let's go see him do a, a whole hour. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you most definitely be nervous. Yeah, Cause this, right. this is a real goddamn crowd. These are some real motherfuckers out here. And they came to laugh. Oh yeah, you better be funny. <laughs> <laughs> boy, if, and yeah. if, you, if you can't be funny, fuck it. Theater, boy, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of people. You can't get one. <laughs> Shit. Who do, who do you, do you find people to look at that's laughing? Cause it's always gonna be that one big, oh. that one big tough yeah. motherfucker that's gonna yeah. stare at you straight in the eyes yeah, the whole time. Yeah, you gotta time. talk to them. You gotta say, ask them what the hell, what, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. What, what happened to you today? Everybody in here having a good time, and you wanna sit here and act like you got a goddamn problem. What's your problem? Right. Your girl over here, she died. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he mad because his girl laughing. That's why he really mad. <laughs> but you can't, when you, when you do a comedy, I've watched, because you look around the crowd, do you look at certain people? Do you find a spot to look at? Because you can't really be looking all the people in the face. Hell no. Nah. I, I try to scan the room. Yeah. I scan the room, man. I, I scan the room. I try to see people. That I, if I want to say something to these people, but I just scan the room, man. If I'm telling stories, I just be in a moment. I be in a moment. I really, really be grounded, and I really be like in tune into myself, like. Mm -hmm. And I be like, damn, man, I'm doing this shit. And I be yeah. trying to act shit out like a movie. I really be trying to be an actor up there for real. So every joke that I say or everything that you, you see me doing, you can really see that shit. Like, damn, I see that shit. Like I got jokes that's like that. You like, damn. That shit look like it could be in such and such. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like. That's how comedians get movies when they, you know, uh, yeah. you know, show the vision like that when it comes to being up there, you know, doing the stage work, man. So I be in a moment, man. I try to be in that zone, man. I try not to get distracted when it comes to certain things. Or if I do get hecklers, I, he I, I talk to them back. I talk to them. They don't want to talk to them back. You know, I got the microphone. I got it. You ain't gonna be lying to this, yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna be lying to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, everything's a process. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. You know, but I'm in a good place, and I just want to continue to elevate, continue to grow, and continue to watch greats, and you know, be just one of the new greats of my generation, man. Getting on the NFL action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DEFENSE to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DEFENSE. The crown is yours. Just looking back, how often do you get that, damn, I, I, I made it moment? Because comedy has taken you everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's uh, created all types of other opportunities away from the stage. Most definitely. Those opportunities, like your your brand partnerships, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just everything that you're involved in, how often do you get that moment where you're like, damn. Oh man, this uh, is it. I work with the NFL now. So like, that's another, that's the thing. I work the NFL. I've, I've just did this. Can I talk about that? Um, I mean, I just did a <laughs> shit. I don't know. Everybody just, do their job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just he got knew this just who looked. He was already. He was already <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> this brick, um, brand deal with Got Milk, man. You got to wear the mustache. I, I, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I did a uh, three-day campaign shoot with Got Milk, man. Dope as hell, man. Uh, we was the only uh, in there. <laughs> 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 and they enjoyed it, right? Uh, you know, to, you know, it was a good thing to bring their vision to life. Uh, but like I said, the NFL is one of the ones that really like makes me happy, man. Because you know, even though I didn't make it to the NFL playing ball, mm -hmm. it still came back with yeah. me being able to still be a part of that that world. You know, I attend, I can get ten any game. I done been to two, three Super Bowls already. Did game, uh, hosted game openers. Um, I just did the Chiefs game. Uh, this pay, the first game, just did something with the Falcons Sunday. Got to do something again with the Falcons this Sunday. Um, but I'm in that environment. I've been working with NASCAR. I do stuff with them. Like that's how that's the first time I met you, right? Yeah. With, in, with NASCAR. I've done some stuff with NHL, with hockey. They love me. You know what I'm saying? So it's and a lot of people don't even, they aren't even seeing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just can't wait till the world actually like really see it at a level, you know, 
But that just come with exposure, and that's when the world like finally wake up and see. But you know, I, I still take my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my time. You think of Lou Young? Yeah, Lou. Yeah, Lou is. Oh, Lou. Yeah, Lou yeah, is. Yeah, a, oh, he's fucking great. Lou Young, man. Speaking of Lou, he did a coat. Yeah, that's my nigga. Yeah. Speaking of Lou, too, bro. Where you go to Morehouse, Morehead State, and Georgia State? I did three years at Morehead, and I finished playing at Georgia State. And your ass really thought you was going to the league? I fucking did. <laughs> like you even talk about the league shit. Like I, you I got did, your heart broken, bro. I did. I, did. I, I knew. I just I can go in, go to any team and be something. <laughs> hey, that's when they start telling you if you could go, they gonna find you. And <laughs> <laughs> at, at the time, they not. not. My coach, my, my, when, you know, when your coach hits you on the back like this, hey, hey, you got some. Hey, big dog. Right. Um, <laughs> You might not you make told, it to the league, but... You uh, told the story. Your receiver <laughs> coach was talking about your YouTube shit. <laughs> you wasn't putting your ass in the game, you know? <laughs> you funny as hell. <laughs> make us laugh. <laughs> hey, dog, you mentioned your team earlier, right? Like, the people around you. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the greatest thing about laughter is it's contagious. Mm-hmm. And when... Black people, for sure. If we find something funny, mm-hmm. we want everybody to laugh with us. Most definitely. You know, you'll walk around your whole house. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Or you shooting it on DMs or whatever it is. Yeah. When you walk up to your homeboys or to your team and you like, you have an idea for a skit, do they tell you if it's going to be funny? Or, or are they always like, all right, Des, whatever you need, we going to do it? Oh, nah, nah, hell nah. Okay. Nah, no shit, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, if I say something, like even Detroit, like, I'd be like, I'm going to do this. He'd be like, nah, bro, don't do that. No, no, I don't want you. You shouldn't do that. You know, you know how folks is stuff like that. Oh no, you right. Um, but now we always throw ideas around when it comes to every video. Even the skit we just dropped yesterday, me and John, we was going back and forth because we did a video with Natalie. She's a white girl, and saw, yeah. uh, you had know, to lean back. Yeah, she got a bobber head. Yeah. But it was shit. We was like, should we put this shit? In? Nah, man, we can't put this shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But we, I, we, we do come together as a team when it comes to. Trying to figure out, the, you know, what the but I could now, but you, any wrong thing when it comes to social media, man. Yeah, yeah. They, if they feel like it's wrong, oh, they gonna get you. You, you scared to get canceled? Man, shit, I'd have been canceled. You, you had me canceled because you sitting here, nigga, like. Nigga, because I kept going. <laughs> shit, yeah. that's why. That yeah. was a moment. What happened? Doing the Black Lives Matter shit? Mm-hmm. Man, that was a serious shit. I couldn't believe it. And I was trying to, I thought I was helping. Really? Yeah, said the wrong thing. What did they said? Some people say I said the wrong thing. Some people said no, you, you didn't say nothing wrong. But I saw something and I, I said, I made a tweet first, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, keep talking. We need you. You got the platform." I said, "Okay, they like this. Say something again." Boy, he's talking. Boy, you saying something? Man, I hit the third one. Man, that third one. Well, I, I posted that one. I said, "It's gonna do it. I'm finna break the internet with this one." And I broke it in the wrong way. I, I tweeted it and I went to bed. And I kept hearing my phone ring. I probably had like 20 missed calls. I finally answered on 21. My boy, my homeboy said, hey, bro, you um you might want to take that, uh, that that tweet down on Twitter. I said, what happened? He said, go look. Man, I saw my ass on nags. Remember that? <laughs> you remember Django? <laughs> when he said, who, who that nigga on that nag? <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Hey, we hey, were hot about that. Yeah, yeah, me Samuel. My face was on Samuel Jackson. Face. <laughs> no, Who, who's that nigga? Who's that nigga right there? <laughs> I was a house, house nigga. That made me house nigga. Said, God damn. <laughs> hey, how is? But you know, we talked about that actually on our last show we did together to where. When you are when you are trying to build your brand, or when you're trying to come up, when you're trying to make it, when you're trying to find that success, you have the ability to just be yourself all the time. Because yeah. it ain't enough people paying attention for it to matter. Mm-hmm. And then as you transition and your voice gets bigger and people start to listen to you, now they critique you in a different way. They they criticize you yeah. differently. What has it been like for you dealing with that? To have a big enough voice to get canceled. Because they don't cancel nobody that don't matter. That's the game. Hey, people out there, don't ever in your life ask me about politics. I'd never tell you what I think ever again. I'm not your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Find the real people that actually do it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm with, I'm with the people. That's all I can say. I'm with us. <laughs> hey, hey, whatever y'all with, I'm with. I swear to God. I swear to hey, God. Hey, like for us, you know, I was a part of the NFLPA. 
was the vice president. I was on the executive board. And the last day of meetings, we always met with the former players. So the guys that were already retired. And a lot of that meeting, they'd just be pissed off with us mm -hmm. because they figured we had it easier than they had it. We made more money than they made. The, the, the job wasn't as hard. And when I was listening to you name some of the people you've gone on tour with and you've done shows with, those are people who had to get to their position differently than you. Yeah. They didn't have the Instagrams yep. and mm -hmm. the Vines. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had any of those conversations or how many of those conversations you've had with the OGs mm -hmm. about the difference in the new generation of comedians as compared to the olders? Yeah, I've had, man. And I can say that's why I respect. I respect any um, comedian that did it first outside of social media, man. That was a real... That's a real grind. If you can become famous or big without social media back then, and, and your name continue to carry, like like for example, Mike come from Def Jam. Like mm -hmm. these guys come from Eddie Murphy. All these guys came from Chris Tucker. These guys came from the trenches, the real trenches, man. When it come to, you know, stand up, man. And I knew if I if I wanted to be taken seriously, I had to step in a place where they made a foundation for us to, to do. And how can you call yourself, I had to learn this, how can you call yourself a real comedian if you don't do the real comedian stuff? You know what I'm saying? But I, that's how I feel, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I, I could just say it's just different levels. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm not gonna say everybody have to do the stage stuff, you don't. I mean, it's nowadays, man, social media doesn't change the game where you can branch off and do whatever you wanna do, make money however you wanna make it, man. But I'm just one of the guys that I wanna do it big. I want to do it at a level where it's really respected at and do it how the 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 OGs did it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you want to be in the big movies, every big comedian that you see now that you you guys watched growing up, they all did stand up. Yeah. You know what From I'm saying? Richard Pryor to Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, and they all got some of the best. Jamie Foxx, they all got some of the best stand ups you know what I'm saying? that you've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? And then they transitioned to, to, into to the right. movies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So and speaking about the movies, speaking about transitioning to acting and all, and you know, trying to get to them blockbusters. You yeah. ready to do some fucking scenes? What is it funny fucking? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you want to be a real actor. I've seen Jamie Foxx when he Kevin was gray. Hart. He Kevin was Hart. blind and he could still find that coochie. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be an actor, Des, I'm serious. Cause you, yeah, you well, gotta be ready to do some fucking well, scenes. If they want me to fuck, I'm a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Chan, is he gonna do that Omari Hardwick? Power. See that that See. that had me. That had me in a chokehold. <laughs> yeah. Well, Angela, Omari and Angela on power. Hey man. I had me, we all had an orgasm hey, last man. night. Let me tell you something. There's another night that too. I was like, boy, that's it. That's it there. I, I, <laughs> I said, damn, I wish that was me. It's a lot of, <laughs> hey, it's a lot of talk. You it's free platform, nah, man. You can nah, share. Nah, this shit gonna go by, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they gonna add that shit on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hell nah. Okay, listen. Nah. This, is, this is a this is a vulnerable place, man. Yeah, I, that was your job. I swear, man. I saw that goddamn Chloe Bailey ass on that goddamn thing. I said, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I said, God. I said, well, it's that monkey back there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah, God. And then he looked so. like me a little bit. Oh, but God, what's that? He looked like me. Oh. Uh, uh, Franklin, that nigga look like. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's me. He me. <laughs> I said did that thing. That's <laughs> I want to do this. Can we do this? Can we do this here? <laughs> Bro, you dumb. Dog. We had uh, we had your girl on the show, uh, Pretty V. Oh yeah, yeah. I know for a while people thought y'all was. Yeah, yeah, whatever. man. But y'all yeah. got great chemistry. That's that's my dog. What, yeah, man. what do you she, think about me? She funny as hell. Right. Fucking hilarious, man. She inspires me a, a lot too when it comes to comedy, man. She's her energy is dope. She's a god friend woman. Such an amazing spirit, man. Like, hey, no, when it comes to the, finding her, a hood girl to do hood girl video, I can't find nobody. She's right. Like, can't nobody yeah. take a spot when it comes to that shit. That sure. shit is just yeah. it's just too magic. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, she's great, man. She's great. She she's doing her thing from the wilding house to 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 hostings that she do at the war shows. Uh, yeah, she's dope, man. That video y'all did with the baby. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, ghetto, ghetto ghetto girl. Ghetto girl. Ghetto girl. Ghetto girl. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, we're supposed to be working on a. Uh, we've been together a short film now, man. And I'm trying to get uh the the baby to direct it. Hey, man.
On this show, when we do the pivot, we like to get people into the space of mental health. We all know that there are things that could bother you or thoughts that you can just take over your mind. And so for those people who are dealing with those things, they should go to betterhelp.com. That's a place where they can walk through these things and find their way to healing. Yeah, and I just recently started therapy, fellas. Just everything's going on, the wife, the kids, the, the new jobs and all, and it was just so much in my mind going on. I lay down, I can't, I can't, my mind can't rest, so I want to talk to somebody, and BetterHelp is there for you. It's online, too, so like you're saying, we all run around, it's online as well. Yeah, I think you should, um, you know, really consider it. BetterHelp, you know, you want to make your brain your friend, right? So get out, talk to some people. The best place to do it is in the comfort of your own home. All you need is your device. You don't have to move around. You don't have to go to, to too many places. You got better help right here at the in the palm of your hand. Make it happen. Listen, to get away from your thoughts, go to BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash the pivot. Better, H-E-L-P.com slash the pivot. Now, how you get all that access? One minute you're on the football field, you're band director, you're in the jail, you're in the hospital. Like, people trust you to come in around their equipment and do all that other shit? I think so. I think That's they crazy. do. Uh, but they like it, you know? Like, somebody like, and then, like, when I was doing it at the time, so it was like, you know, them FedEx trucks, like, that stuff was really just happening. Right. Like, I could make a call quick. Uh, some people are DM me and be like, hey, bro, I got this mail truck. Want to use it? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm use that mail truck. Then you play so I pull up on them and do a mail truck video that fast. Were you a mailman in Little? I forgot what the shit called, but I delivered the food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, like, so listen, we, we, I know I think Shane got one more. No, but I want to ask you, because it's just just talking to you, and you keep bringing up the Lord. You keep bringing up God, God fearing, how yeah. you followed, and God was well with you. You ever have any problem, like, with some of the stuff you do isn't the skits. If you take that to the church, you can't play your skits in the church. Nah. But you talk about the church so much, that that problem, how you how you combine being so God fearing, but some of your shit is not God fearing. No, no, it's not. Uh, uh, but you know when it comes to me, man, it's like you know it's it's two sides. I don't do both sides. I don't have to be clean. I don't have to be raw. You know what I'm saying? Like you know when Eddie Murphy came on Delirious, he was like, if you think this that Saturday Night Live bullshit, you in trouble. Yeah. And he was talking about the kids and shit out there. I don't know why the fuck you bring your kids. <laughs> you, know <what> I'm <laughs> you know, just little stuff like that. But I know how to turn on and, and turn it off. And um, that's another thing too. I want people to understand, man. Like. I know they see me doing like the, the hood stuff or whatever it is, you know. Man, I'm 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 really a professional person. Like I really know how to go, like I say, I can go do a got milk campaign and I can really do it. I've done acting classes. I took this shit seriously. I'm not just a guy that just, you know, have not put in the hours of that. I did acting classes for four years straight, like nonstop. You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, Georgia. So I understand when it comes to script breakdowns, I do ton, I I've done thousands of auditions. I done been closest to a lot of movies that's out right now, like been up next with these movies, you know what I'm saying, that a lot of people don't know about, man, but that's just a part of it, you know what I'm saying, that, that you know, and the, the right movies will find you, the right things will find you, um, but no, I'm not a typecasted guy, I don't want people to ever look at me like that, and I think stand-up kind of like really is what separated me from, from everything, and you know, you know, I, I do different skits. I don't just do all like a lot of hood shit all the time. I, it be different shit. Listen, it's a lot of churches in the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think the, the way we grew up or the things that we saw or the things that the people closest to us are doesn't mean that like we don't love the Lord. God say, come as you are. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, like you know, you know what I'm saying? He know, yeah. It was many a time growing up at shoot, even when I was in college, I went to when I went to church with the stamp on my hand. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Just left the club. Just left the club. <laughs> and my mama said, hey, you came home for the weekend. I know you was out on bourbon. You gonna get up and you gonna get up and go to regular Baptist church. That was the name of my church. That's uh, just like my mom. Yeah. God don't like what me and my wife did on Facetime this morning. (laughs) Yes, he does. That's what he put it there for. He knew you were gonna do it. Oh, he knew it. Yeah, he just said he made you do it. Was that he ordered me to do that? I'm saying your steps is ordered. Everything is ordered. All I did on Facetime this morning. I don't want to know. Okay, we had lotion. I feel like too. I ain't like when it comes out of I don't do nothing disrespectful. Yeah. Nothing is disrespectful. Yeah. So I mean, nipple clamps. Desi. So, hey man, a, before we before we let you go, he's a, he's a freak. He's a freak, huh? He's no, a, he nasty for real. He's a fucking freak. He snatch him off at the last second. And it's like good and bad feeling at the same time. Y'all ain't never did that. My question is this: ooh, ooh, we, you ooh. don't you don't live here, so and you bring carry-ons. You don't ever check a bag. Are your nipple clamps in your bag when they go through the thing at the TSA? My Samsonite right there. 
They stopped me before when they like, what's that? I said, you don't want to open that bag. So you wear nipple clips? I don't wear them like right now, but you can put them on. Brother, pain and pleasure is almost in the same, right on the line of pain and pleasure. Oh. <laughs> man, you the <was> nasty motherfucker. <laughs> man, this nigga's wild. <laughs> you a wild boy, man. That's hey, how y'all do in Atlanta? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's Atlanta right there. All day. I mean, I mean that's Columbia something. Drive. I, I don't know. Columbia what Drive, Rainbow Elementary. Oh, that's where you went? Mm-hmm. Is that rainbow still on? Right there, Columbia High School. My sister <laughs> went there. <laughs> that shit, that, see, that, that shit gonna get you canceled. <laughs> that's, that's the shit. Hey, we control this. Don't worry that about that. That's good. That's good. Hey, Desi. Put that rainbow on there. Like football, you know, you, you, you grounded. Like your foundation is football. Your foundation yeah. is athletics. And right now, bro, what Colorado has going on oh, for the culture yes. is a huge thing. Yes, uh, it is. When you I see something like what Dion is doing, man, that's so for the culture, but he's embracing everybody. When he gave that speech, bro, and he was standing up there, the 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 front row, right, just offensive linemen, defensive linemen, it wasn't just us, mm-hmm. right? And he mm-hmm. said, I love all my babies. Most definitely. All of y'all Most definitely. Are, are, are the kids Most that definitely. I'm here for. When you see something like that, being a dude that's been in the locker room before, man, mm-hmm. how, how does that make you feel? I think it's so dope. And one of the words that I, I just plays in my head that, that Dion says all the time is believe. Yeah. He believed that. He really believes. That level of faith and that level of really believing that you had a vision that nobody else saw. Nobody knew he was going to be 2 0 right now. Nobody. They didn't expect that shit. To be a team that was just in the national championship. Playing Georgia, even though they got the ass whooped, because I'm a UJ fan. Uh, but, dog, believe, man. If you believe, and he put that into those players, that if you believe, you, you can do this shit. They humans just like you. These are humans. Why are you going to fear them? Because they had a, uh, they've been playing at a higher level. No, forget that. These are men just like you. They got balls just like you got balls. I don't know about the nipple clamp, but they, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they, 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 they're men. They, them guys work hard, man. Uh, and they also brought players in that also believe that if they go over here, they can be a part of something that's, that was going to be you know, dope and special. You know, yeah. special. This is special, man. This going to be documented one day. This going to be insane. I can't just. I'm, I'm just so intrigued, and I just can't wait to see how the program just continues just to elevate. Man, you got two kids on there that's, that's in the run for the Heisman right now. That's crazy. Yeah, you're one. That's crazy. That is big. That's insane, man. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's dope, man. If I was a player, hey, I, I that it's so good that even if you didn't play, it's still something great to be a part of. I feel like if you go there, don't play. You'll still be able to come out, graduate, and, and become successful when you got a coach like Coach Brown. Real yeah. talk. You know, we always ask this question. I steal it from Freddie like every four shows. Uh, one, because it makes very good clips that you can put on social media when you ask this question. And I post a lot, so that helps. Um, we always ask our, our guys or our guests what was their biggest pivot. The, the moment in life where if you don't make that decision or if this thing doesn't happen, you aren't sitting here where you are. What would be the moment you could point back to and say, if this doesn't happen, if somebody doesn't help me do this, if this person doesn't say this to me, if I don't make this decision, the Desi Banks we all know isn't here today? I think that moment where I was sent to my grandma's house, right my first five minutes of stand-up, man, I, stand-up changed my life, man. I'm going to say it now. If I never did stand-up, I most definitely wouldn't be here with y'all right now. Ain't no telling what I'd be doing right now. So I'm very thankful that I was able to get kicked out and go to my grandma's house and really have that thought and really feel like I, I didn't have nothing. I didn't know what I was going to do, but God showed me, no, this is what you're going to do. If you do this and you believe you, you, you have that faith, man, if, if you do this, it's going to be the thing that's going to take you to, to new levels. You know what I'm saying? And right then, that was the time. You know what's so crazy, man? I had this dream one time. Cause I I used to have this fear in me. I had this dream one time where I was like in this prison, and the it was like it was like God was outside, right? 
and I was just laying in the bed, like the prison gates, you know, the, the doors, right? I was just laying in the bed, and God was just like, come out, man, come out. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I don't want to come out. I'm like, I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to come out. I'm, I'm going to stay right here. And sometimes we'd be so afraid to, like, take God's hand and, like, really believe, like, he has something for us, like, taking that leap of faith, you know what I'm saying, like, really doing that. And I woke up out the dream, and I went back to sleep, and I thought the dream was over, and I ended up right back into that same spot because I didn't take his hand. Like, it was so crazy. Like, it was... It was like mind blowing, man. And I, I wrote it down somewhere. It's on the sheet of paper. I got it saved at the house. Um, but it's like I was in this, I was in this cell. I was holding myself back because I was so like afraid to, to become great, to, to do new things, to do something that I knew was gonna change my life. But when I took that leap of faith, bro, and did something out of my norm, something out of my comfort zone. Get my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? I had to get out of my comfort zone. When I got out of my comfort zone, I saw new lights. I saw everything. I started doing shows. Uh, the OG started here by me. Hey, I want you to come do these shows with me. I want, you know, if I would have never took that, if I would have never did that, my life would not be. I, I, I would not be the person who I am today. Stand up kept me going when it came to skits, when it came to wanting to be in movies. That's what really helped me. Stand up helped me, man. It helped me. So when people be like, "Oh, you can't do that," man, y'all don't know the story of this shit, man. Wow. Like, this shit is a real thing. I ain't just doing this shit just to be doing it. And I'm going to continue to get better at this shit. Because I know what, what it is. I just showed y'all a, a bubblegum rapper. Yeah, that's that. Right, right. <laughs> From 2016. <laughs> that says, stand-up comedy on the bubblegum. And that right there was a sign, God, talking to me. This was going to be the thing that's going to give you the respect, that's going to get you to these new levels, and people going to you, look at you totally different. You've mentioned your grandmother yeah. a few times. But you hadn't gone into debt. I'm a grandma's boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother, she was there, but my grandmother raised me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Speak, speak to your grandmother. Like, how how special is she in your life? My granny. That's that's the house I moved. I moved to. That's my mom's mom. Um, she's she's a woman where she loved her grandbaby, man. I can I can move, I can stay in house right now if I wanted to. Not doing that. She's still gonna take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Even growing up as a kid. Uh, she was there for us, man. Would do anything for us, you know what I'm saying? We wanted to cook food for us, you know. I, like I grew up in a, 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 my grandmama's house too. You know, my mom was the one that was always working, you know what I'm saying? So I, we didn't really get it our own house until I say about 11th grade, 11th, 12th grade. That's when I really like had my own own bed. You know, I sleep with my cousin a lot, you know, stuff like that. Foot to foot, foot in the face, all that draws, draw, poop everywhere, pull the cover, smell of poop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Granny, man, my grandma was, was real special to me, man. Like, like real, really a part of who I am today. Like, even when it comes to some of my jokes, man, I, I talk about them, uh, just say truthful things, man. Um, and you know, my grandma, my dad's side, that like that, that was the one that introduced me to the comedy world, the comedy space. She put the Eddie Murphys in my face, the Martin Lawrence's in my face. You know, even, it's so crazy. Even when I was in my mama's womb, my mama kind of did it too. Um, Arsena Hall had a show back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, and she used to say every time the show come on, and used to be like, Arsenio Hall. Like, I used to move in the womb. <laughs> like, literally, every time, it's, it's just, you might think I'm bullshit. I, I can call right now, she tell you right now. My family tried to call, see if she answers the phone. See if she answers the phone. I'm see if she answers the phone. Why this shit? Why this shit? I'm see if she answers the phone. I'm see if she answers the phone. Yes, sir. Hey, mama. Yes. When I was in the womb, and our senior hall used to come on. What I used to do in the womb? Start kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, mama. Every single time. Every night. He used to say, it's our senior hall. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be like, it didn't matter. And it's like, if I turned the TV off, it's like he knew it was midnight and it was supposed to be on. And he just started moving. He'll start moving and he would not stop until the introduction to a senior hall went off. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's crazy. The entire time. Yeah. <laughs> From like eight months until delivery. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Mama. All right, Mama. I just want, I'm calling you back. Okay, B. Okay, bye, bye. I did that with Martin too. It was so crazy because I called my grandmama uh, with Martin. It was crazy. My, like, Martin Lawrence actually talked to my grandmama. Like, this shit was crazy. And I was like, Grandmama, who, um, when I was a kid, 
when I used to get upset, who who used to sit me in the uh, she used to sit me in front of the TV and, and, and turn on. I say, who used, what channel you used to turn on? I used to, she was like I used to turn on Martin. You used to sit there and watch Martin all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and Martin was like, give me the phone. You know, he, he talking to my grandma, man. That was a, a, a amazing moment, man. It was a special moment for her to be able to talk. And she couldn't believe it. She's like, oh my God. Like she knew I was a fan of Martin. She knew I was a fan of Eddie Murphy, man, you know, growing up. And I, when I was a kid, even watching the, uh, another professor, like I said, to this day, man, I used to be in the store, like saying, uh, uh, you remember uh, Eddie Murphy was up there and we was big, what's his name? He was like, fat ass, uh, <laughs> tickle butt. <laughs> I used to do that shit in the grocery store. And <laughs> they used to be like, what the hell is this motherfucker? And my girl used to be like, you need to stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, and growing up, I didn't know I was going to be doing this. Mm. But now, I say I was inspired as a kid, and now that I'm doing it now, I, I like it. I love it, and I want to just continue to get better. And I want to, I want to be what they was for their generation. I want to be that for my generation. Man, you're well on your way, brother. Yeah. But you know, I was disappointed you came in with one with, yeah. with Jordan ones I know, on. I was I know, hoping. I know you want the force. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were coming in with some of that that black Air Force energy. Nah, but it's probably better nah, for nah, us. I can't want to be cool today. <laughs> it's probably better for us, man. But we appreciate your time, dog. Thank Keep y'all, doing man. what you're doing. Truly are inspiring and like whether it's new generations or old generation work is work yes, sir. you know what i'm saying and the only place you know success come before work is in the dictionary most definitely. so man keep doing your thing bro we appreciate you thank y'all man all right but that was y'all. dope though. yes sir thank y'all <laughs> hey, man the work yeah. department good thing mom's answer you hate the call <laughs> <laughs> they don't answer i want to hit what the fuck you want <laughs> I, I, I was hoping for that boy <laughs> hold up limitless biggest in the cap in it I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on this vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up.